This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. <clears throat> Literally just hit play when you did that. Hello and welcome to the Farm Traveler Podcast. Um, I'm joined today by probably the hottest, cutest smartest kindest guest that we've had on the show so oh, far shucks <laughs> Allie's on the show hey Allie hello how are you good so I somehow roped you in to being on um, a little review episode for season two and this is actually the second time we've recorded it because the first time I deleted it but I would let you listen to it it sounded like hey my name's Trevor it sounded horrible I don't know why um, but anyway welcome how are you doing are you good Good. All right. So did you have a good 2020? It's 2020. It's probably crazy 2020. We've learned a lot. We've had a lot of good episodes. Have you listened to some? I know it's been crazy the past couple of months, so you get you get a pass. It's okay. We've had some good guests on. It's been cool. We've had, I think, 35,000 downloads this year, which is great. Nice. I know. Thank you. Maybe, And we've had t-shirts. We have the new Farm Traveler t-shirts, which is awesome. Maybe next year we can have 100,000 downloads, so we'll see. So... Um, we're going to review kind of 2020 and all the episodes we have. I have my phone and we can look up some of the episodes on Apple. Um, so yeah, do you have any questions or anything, anything you want to reminisce on the episodes that we've had in 2020 in season two, which is, it was technically conventional versus organic. And so we kind of follow that. We kind of didn't, so, but we interviewed a lot of organic growers and a lot of conventional growers, so it was cool. So you have a question list, which is awesome. So go go out of order. Since we've already done them, go out of order, and we'll see how they are. Okay, first question. Uh, what top three things have you learned about organic versus conventional farming? Look at that. That's a great question. All right, top three things I've learned with conventional and organic growing. One, most of the farmers that we interviewed they weren't only organic growers or conventional. Like most of them were growing both. Whether that was somebody um, like Wish Farms, who they're based down in Tampa, but they have some, I think in California, they grow organic as well as conventional. 
which was really neat. I thought that you just have something just an organic operation, but they grow both because they're both prof profitable, but organic is going to be much more cost upfront because, you know, you've got to spray more there. You've got to take care of them more. So that's why they have conventional to help pay for that. So that was interesting. The second one is probably also about that kind of, I didn't know that most people, when they think of organic, they think that it's not sprayed with any sort of pesticides at all, which somebody being in ag, and I've known about that, a lot of consumers think that, sorry, I'm picking up stuff off the desk. I don't know why. A lot of people that they think, they honestly think, and it's totally fine, they think organic crops are just picked out in the field and that's it. Like they're just grown by nature. They don't know that they are you, that chemical fertilizers, chemical pesticides are applied, but they have to be naturally occurring like peppermint oil spearmint oil copper sulfate stuff like that so that was very interesting hmm. and number three i've learned also another thing with organic how um how in-depth the standards are for the usda like when we were talking with crowd cow there was a guy that they were talking with that was raising beef cattle and he couldn't be certified organic because he had pressured or not pressure treated. He had weather treated fence posts in on his ranch. Wow. And because of that, because, you know, it would be next to the grass that the cow would eat because of that, he couldn't be certified organic, which was very interesting. Hmm. So a lot of hoops you got to jump through. It's not like you're just like, oh, I'm going to be organic. You have to go through. And I think there's like a period you have to produce it for two to three years before you can apply and get the organic label. So it's very interesting. Could be wrong, but that's what I've heard in the past. So very interesting. Great question. Great question. Learned a lot about organic and conventional. Nice. Okay, question number two. Um, in 2020, you know, we're all dealing with COVID. How has that affected the farmers and even the podcast? All right. So it has affected the podcast. It's so funny answering these questions a second time because we've had to redo this episode. But... You know, um, so COVID has impacted the podcast a little bit because I've had COVID twice. The first time was probably a false positive because we didn't, I didn't have it, but you did a great job taking care of me <laughs> and we even quarantined for two weeks. So that sucked. And the second time definitely had it. So it was the flu. I mean, it felt like the flu, but luckily I think I was really sick on a Wednesday and I uploaded the episode on a Tuesday. So I don't think we missed it at all. But, and luckily everybody has already been online and everybody's been using Zoom. And so it's kind of, I don't know, the podcast really didn't suffer from it because we were already doing virtual. So that was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. As for farmers, and we talked about this earlier, farmers have been selling more direct to consumers. Like there was one farmer in, on Facebook and he put out a post like, hey, if you come here, we'll sell you a box of produce for really cheap. And it was like cucumbers and squash. <laughs> dang it it was zucchini and squash i can never tell the two apart uh but anyway and so zucchini and cucumbers zu zucchini and cucumbers yes yes <laughs> i mean they look they look the same but anyway uh yeah so farmers are so this guy the farmer he sold directly to consumers without selling to a processing facility or a distribution company or a grocery store and so he can sell it farmers can sell it real cheap to consumers but still make much more of a profit and so um farmers are finding ways to to um, convert products that are either meant to go directly to restaurants or directly to a store or directly to a distribution company, they're finding ways to convert that to go directly to consumers, which is really neat. I'm trying to avoid the word really cool, which I use <laughs> a lot. 
Uh, so they're adapting pretty well. They are adapting. They are adapting a lot. And I saw a lot of posts like, oh, why aren't they donating um, produce to food banks and stuff? Well, they did, but you know, food banks only have so much refrigeration and most of the fresh produce besides things like, you know, potatoes, onions, stuff like that. Most of the fresh produce needs some sort of refrigeration. So um, there's no place to store it. And places like Disney were already donating, like large theme parks or hotels or tourist destinations were already donating it. So it's like, what do you do? There's been a lot of like landfill and stuff like that, or like um, the produce or like onions, for example, going directly to a landfill. Mm. So it's been weird. It's been, I think it's getting a whole lot better or not a whole lot better. It's getting better for sure, which is good. But yeah, still weird. Hopefully things are better in 2021. Great question. Okay, so unrelated to organic versus conventional, but this year you also interviewed one of your favorites, mm-hmm. the namesake of Farm Traveler. Yes, sir. Jack Yes, Mac- ma'am. Sorry. Um, excuse me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're a wife here. Yeah, you are. Uh, one of your favorites, Jack Maxwell. So what was it like interviewing him? Yeah, so Jack Maxwell was awesome. We had planned that one out for months and months, and luckily... This was another thing. COVID happened and everybody was quarantined and his schedule was free. And so we interviewed him. It was super neat. I mean, learning about him and Booze Traveler. I mean, that's why we named Farm Traveler. Um, his show is great. It was so weird to see somebody that you watch on TV and then you're having a cool conversation with him. And I mean, he was super down to earth, really neat to talk with him and even learn about hemp and how his new show on YouTube, uh, The High Road with Jack Maxwell, what he's doing, how he's trying to educate people on hemp production. And it's more than, you know, just smoking pot. I mean, there are a lot of medical um, benefits from it. So that was that was phenomenal. We toasted. I didn't tell him to get a beer or anything, but I had a beer. He had a, a glass of water. And I remember you were taking pictures and like filming part of it. So that was really neat. He was fangirling. Oh, I was fangirling hard. I, I told her to take a video whenever we toasted. And so Allie gets so mad if for any reason I snap at her and I will do it just in a sarcastic way. And so, but I was like snapping at her um off camera to like let her know that um that we were about to toast and so to so to start recording and i'm pretty sure that will be the only time in our marriage i can ever get away with that even then i could feel you just like staring daggers at me i was like i'm so sorry i'm trying to get your attention it was okay that one time that one time but yeah that was great that was awesome um kind of off topic but we're trying to get kimball musk you know elon musk's brother um that one's been in the works for a while but he's got a bunch of restaurants and stuff um, in Colorado that he's trying to figure out with COVID. So I've gone back and forth with his publicist. So we'll go, we'll go from there. We'll, 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 we'll get that one figured out. I'm hoping maybe he can help me get Elon on too, but it's weird. I want to have Kimball Musk on, but not bring up his brother because I'm sure he gets that a lot, but also bring up his brother. So I'm going to try to figure out like a good middle ground there. So yeah. Nice. Great question. Sadie is asleep at our feet. Yeah. She's enjoying the new podcast room office. Okay, last question. Last question. Looking forward into the future of Farm Traveler, what are some of your goals for the next year, next season? Oh, man. All right. Goals of Farm Traveler. Uh, Well, we have a pretty good audience. We have, we average about 300, 350 downloads in 40 to 50 days, which... That's like a good metric to measure podcasts. So that makes us at like the top 92nd, 95th percentile, which is amazing. Um, So continue to build the podcast. 
maybe some more merch, like more Farm Traveler shirts and stuff like that. I would like to get maybe 100,000 downloads in next year. That means doing more Monday show episodes, which honestly we haven't done in like four or five months because things have been so crazy. Um, more of that. Hopefully some more videos. I want to try to do some virtual tools, some virtual farm tours. Um, there's a bunch of really cool videos online where people are like actually at a farm and they're touring it. But because of COVID, I think we could figure out a way where we could like get on Zoom or something or have somebody pre-record or I could pre-record questions and they could record it, um, their answer. And like, like Derek Jesse, for example, TDF Honest Farming, I could ask him, hey, could you show me your milking parlor? And then he records it, shows us, and then we could maybe edit together a whole video. That's a cool we'll idea. See. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, doing some more videos. I'm very visual. And so I think people, I don't know. I like learning visually and I think people might like that. So we'll see. So I don't know, making more content, making more podcast episodes, maybe making them longer. Right now we're sitting at around 30. Not, <laughs> Allie was like, oh God, I don't no. know about that. <laughs> no, our episodes are around 30 to 40 minutes, but maybe experimenting going over an hour. We'll see. But of course we have the new studio room so i'm going to try to start recording more video interviews and uploading them to youtube and facebook and so we'll see how that goes what about anything on the radio oh yeah uh, this is cool i feel like this is one of those god things um so tim hamrick a uh, friend of the show was like hey i'm part of this website called aginfo.net and we have a bunch of radio stations and he is moving on to do something else there and so i'm going to be taking over the southeast ag um, update at Ag Info. And so if you're in Florida, Georgia, or Alabama, and you have your favorite radio station, you might be hearing me sometime soon. So get ready to either turn the channel or preferably listen to the channel. <laughs> um, it'll be like a quick little snippet about what's going on in the Southeast Ag Wise. It'll be neat. I'm excited. It'll be five days a week. Um, that's going to be fun. Interview a bunch of people and even, which is phenomenal, get to promote the Farm Traveler podcast as well, which will be great. So it's a win win. So that should be cool. Um, awesome. I heard Daniel Leonard, who I'm going to try to get on a couple times. He's been on the show before. Uh, I'm going to steal his line. Um, he said that his dad said that he has a face for radio. And I think <laughs> I have a face for radio. No. So <laughs> Allie's saying that out of sympathy. Um, I'm kidding. But yeah, so that's been great. 2020 has been great. We've had uh, a huge year with the podcast. It's been great. We have shirts. We have merch. We have a new house. We have everything. So, well, not everything, but we're getting there. So, yeah. Have you enjoyed the episodes this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a while. Allie would really listen to them religiously when we were at the gym. Um, but, you know, the gyms have been closed for COVID. I'm a little behind. A little behind. That's okay. I, I honestly can't. I think the last podcast I listened to was like five weeks ago, and it was a micro podcast. So... I think with 2021, I'm going to try to have more of a, and Allie's probably going to laugh at this. I'm going to try to actually wake up early. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. And be productive, journal, read, maybe listen to podcasts and stuff. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Do you have any big goals for 2021? You finished your MBA from Auburn. Yes. And you're going to have a lot more free time. And you've been thinking about doing a baking Instagram. That'd yeah. We'll cool. see how that goes. Maybe. We'll see. So we'll have to share some videos or something. Yeah, maybe you can interview some bakers like I've been telling you. <laughs> yeah. So the first time we recorded this, I couldn't remember her name, the pioneer woman. I called her the prairie lady. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, that might be like a, a good name for like a discount lady. <laughs> hey, I'm the prairie lady here. Let's make some biscuits or something. I don't know. That'd be hilarious. All right. We're stalling. All right. So uh, this is going to be the last episode only of 2020. 
So we'll see you all, or we'll you'll hear us. Not we'll see you, but I guess whatever. Um, you'll listen to more episodes in 2021. Um, in the middle of January, we'll upload some more videos. Thank you so much for listening. We've got a great audience. Thank you all for listening to The Farm Traveler, listening to my voice, li- listening to Allie whenever she gets on. And here is a special shout out to my main man who listens to these podcast episodes and is curious about where I am, but he hears me. My main man, Bruce, my dog from Daytona, who's with my mom and dad. Hey, mom and dad. Hey, Bruce. (laughs) He's probably going to be like so confused. Um, He is spoiled. Would you agree that Bruce is spoiled? Yes. Yes, Just like Sadie. Just like Sadie. So my dad now takes Bruce to go see the goats every other day. And my mom spoils him with all sorts of treats and stuff. So he's living the good life. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, hey, Bruce. Hey, Mom and Dad. Hey, everybody. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Farm Traveler Podcast. I'm Trevor Williams. And and I'm Allie. And have happy holidays and happy new year. Happy holidays. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever you celebrate. Uh, happy new year. We'll see you in 2020. All right. Okay. Bye. Say bye. 2021. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will not see you in 2020. Uh, if we wake up and January 1st is 2020 again, it's going to be Groundhog Day. We're all going to be like, Please, oh, no. no, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you in 2021. Okay, bye. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.